BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Common Sense with Dr. Ben Carson. I'm your host, Ben Carson. And today we have a fascinating guest. She grew up during the Mao Zedong Chinese Cultural Revolution. She survived that, escaped communism, came to America, and now she has a dire warning for us in the United States. You know, it was uh, Khrushchev who said to Eisenhower over 60 years ago, your grandchildren's children will live under our system. And uh, it's very interesting, the things that go into making that kind of conversion. We're going to talk about some of that today. Uh, Z has a new book out called Miles America, A Survivor's Warning. And welcome, Z. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I've been so looking forward to this interview. Well, uh, you know, your life story is a fascinating one. And uh, the first question I'd like to ask you is, what was growing up like in the Chinese Cultural Revolution? That's a big question. <laughs> and uh, uh, I can, you know, um, just uh, simplify it. Um, during the Cultural Revolution, and uh, what I experienced was total chaos, absolute chaos. School closed and uh, um, many, many of the institutions destroyed. And uh, so as a little kid, we all know that it is uh, very, very important that we stay in the right lane. And that lane is uh, uh, whatever the party told us to do. And that is to, so that's how you survive, right? If you step out of the line, you know what's going to happen to you and to your family. So it's really thinking back and it's really everyone was in the survival mode Mm -hmm. and try to say the right thing, try to think the right thoughts, try to behave the right way. So you will be uh, not targeted by the Red Guards. Well, before before Mao came into power and before there was all the influence from Stalin, what was life like in China? Well, that is, uh, uh, again, another uh, a big question. And of course, I was not there. I was born in 1959. 
But I do know a little bit of my uh, 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 the story that I heard from my parents. China was really was a divided country, and China was uh, really um, was under control a lot of the uh, Western powers, and they call China a semi colonized country, and it's not totally colonized. So the uh, communists really made uh, this a goal for their revolution to overthrow. The, uh, the oppression of the imperialism. So that's what my father, and um, uh, especially my father, uh, bought into this idea that uh, communism will save China, communism will create a better world, a better society for everyone, and that's why he joined the communists. And, uh, and so did my mother. And, uh, well, it did not end well for anyone. What we got was... Uh, uh, a new oppressor, and that oppressor is the communist and the, the communist party, the CCP. They become the new oppressor, and everyone else become the victim. Was, was there uh, something that you might akin to a, a Chinese culture that was kind of destroyed by this new ideology that came in? Absolutely. Communism have to destroy the old culture because communists people still have this misunderstanding. Of course, there's some purpose. That's what they were taught that communism is an economic system, the system that will uh, share wealth. You know, this. Uh, redistribute the wealth so everyone will have the same amount and everyone will be happy. But it's not. Communism, the best way to understand it, it it's really a religion. It seeks to control every aspect of people's lives, where you can live, what kind of job you should have, whether you are qualified to go to college, and, uh, and, and then what you can uh, access, uh, what kind of information you should access, what you can say, and what you are allowed to think. So it is absolutely a system of controlling everyone. And that is real what communism is about. And of course, the young people don't understand it. They thought it's a utopia. People still believe in utopia after 100 million people died under communism because they were never taught the real history. It really is pretty amazing. And isn't it interesting that there's an American culture which seems to be under attack in our country right now. Have you noticed? Yeah. Have you noticed a similar type of thing starting to occur? I noticed. Uh, actually, I noticed quite a while ago, and uh, and a lot of little things here and there started with uh, uh, the uh, um, political correctness. You know, you you should see this. You can't see that, and and then the rule keep changing, and that just remind me of cultural revolution. You are allowed to say certain things. And if you say the wrong, well, you know, you will be either uh, struggled against in the struggle session or you'll end up in uh, prison or gulags or get executed. Well, do you, re- do you remember uh, at all as a, as a little girl the hunger that seemed to be prevalent in China? That was before I was born, and that was, uh, or just after I was born. So I don't have personal memory, but the whole cultural revolution, my memory of growing up is deprivation. 
we never had enough. And we were, uh, everything is rationed, uh, food, meat, cooking oil, toothpaste, anything you can think about was rationed. We just, everyone was in starvation mode. Uh, it's just like, a, um, it's not as uh, severe as uh, uh, the famine, the three-year famine, which lasted uh, three years from 1959 to 1962. Mm. That claimed more than 50 million Chinese lives. Wow. I don't think most people really have a concept of it. They don't. They don't know. They absolutely have no idea. They don't have idea because they're not taught. And they're not taught because it was by design. It's absolutely by design because our institution, educational institution, academia, and now public school have been infiltrated and captured by uh, American Marxists. And they have one goal. They have to to train the, the students as uh, future activists, the future red guards, like mouse red guards. And I, I think they probably found that the students were relatively naive and much more easily manipulated, which uh, which seems to be what's going on in our country. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like Lenin said, give me four years. The seeds I sowed in the mind of the children will never be uprooted. Right. Something like that. Four years, actually... Um, now it, it took less because uh, um, the uh, um, I think uh, um, Project Verita uh, uncovered um, a teacher uh, in California. He said, "Just give me two, uh, give me like a, a how many months he can transform a student from a normal student to a revolutionary." Now, yeah. uh, in China during the Cultural Revolution, uh, if you said the wrong thing. Or did the wrong thing. What what were the series of things that would be done to you? Would it just be, don't say that anymore? We don't. Oh no, that. No, 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 What <laughs> what was the progression? <laughs> no, no, no. That's uh, no. That's Mao said. Revolution is not a dinner a dinner party. So, uh, Dr. Carson, you're thinking about dinner party. You know, don't say it again. No, revolution revolution is violence. That's what Mao said. And that's what uh, those red guards chanted. If you said something wrong, you will be struggled against. That's what the struggle session is about. It's a public trial. You're not they're not just give you a little warning. They will take you and put you on the stage and have all the masses gathered. And you will be denounced a lot of times beaten, sometimes killed. Mm. So there's no tolerance whatsoever uh, uh, with the wrong thinking. Wrong thinking should be uh, totally uprooted and destroyed. Only one thinking is allowed. That is the correct thinking. That is Mao Zedong thought that we all have to learn. We all have to uh, uh, memorize and not just memorize, we have to carry out in our daily lives. So it was the, it was the ultimate uh, cancel culture then. Exactly. Control, uh, okay. Uh, cancel culture can cancel uh, tangible um, uh, things like, you know, uh, statues and uh, uh, books and uh, street names, institution names, you know. But ultimate goal is cancel everything in your mind so that you have the Marxist, the uh, uh, Maoist thought. And uh, so we all become robots. No thinking is allowed. 
And that's what happened to me. I could not think. How could you think? Thinking, critical thinking,、um, really requires you have different re,、uh, uh, res, uh, sources of information, and then you 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 compare and you come up with、uh, um, your own conclusion. When you only know one version, everything is said by the party. You know one. There was only one truth. That's party's truth. There was only one version of information. That's party's information. You can't think. I could not think. I did not do any thinking in my first twenty-six years.、Mm. Well, it seems almost unimaginable that something like that could happen in this country, and yet we see the seeds of it、okay. every day now. Every day, every day, and I would say that the American Marxists are, are brilliant. Okay, in China, they use power. To control the access of information, so I have no access of any other information. I have everything was controlled, right? So, so I could not think because I have no other way of getting、um, different information. But in America, the information is there. The information is one click away. But yet, those indoctrinated、uh, kids they stay in their safe zone. They don't venture out. They don't want to know what's on the other side. And so, in a way, don't you think they have a a a better control mechanism,、uh, um, a tactic than the CCP? Yeah, those are volunteer to stay in the safe zone. They do not go out. Absolutely, they don't want to. Yeah. Well, how were they able to get people to agree so readily with these radical changes? I mean, why did people go along with it? Well, in China, I have to say, there's just you, 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 you don't have any way out. Everything was controlled by the、uh, by the government, and so here we're talking about you know children belong to their parents. In China, it was clear; everyone understood. Your children do not belong to you. Your children belong to the party. As parents, your task is to make sure your children prepare themselves. To be the tools of the party, so so that was、uh, started in the very beginning that that they absolutely indoctrinate the children and to the point that、uh, if there is a conflict between choosing your cho-、uh, your parents or your party, you choose always your party.、Wow. So that was the, always the case. But here, yeah, how they indoctrinate the children to the point that they don't want to, they do not want to know the other side of the opinion. It's also the same thing. Wow! Because the Marxists they control school, they control media, they control entertainment. Everything that the children fed to were Marxist ideology.、Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting if you look at the congressional record. For、uh, January the tenth, nineteen sixty-three, the forty-five goals of communism in America. Number forty, I believe, was to drive a wedge between parents, parents. and their children, and、Absolutely. to make parents the ones at fault for any faulty ideas that arise. It's、yes. it's pretty amazing. This the stuff sixty years ago. So, I know when I look when I read that, that gave me just goosebumps. It's they were so successful; they are widely successful, and yet the conservatives mostly were asleep. We did not really understand the threat posed by those 
American communists yeah. until now, and we start just start to fight back, and that's why it's it's uh, it's amazing to see that all our institutions are fallen, all of them, every one of them, including the military. Well, it's it's, it's fascinating to see how the universities have been completely captured, and uh, to the point that. The prestigious universities of our, our our country are not necessarily places you want to send your kids anymore. No, you can send you you can save your money, send them, uh, send them there. Harvard, Columbia, whatever Yale, your children come back and you can hardly recognize them. They have, they they don't share your value. They don't like the country, and especially for immigrants, the parents. Um, really, really have to work so hard to be able to come to this country to give their children uh, a better future. And then they work hard, send their children to the Ivy League. The children come back. They hate this country. Well, we'll be right back with Z Van Fleet. This is a fascinating discussion about the Cultural Revolution in China and how it relates to what's going on in our country right now. We'll be back in one minute. Stay with us. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. back with Z Van Fleet having a discussion about the Chinese Cultural Revolution, how it's relevant to some of the things that are going on in our country right now. Uh, first of all, let me just ask you, how did you escape? How did you get out of there? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I know a lot of people uh, call me refugee. Uh, no, I'm not a refugee and I'm not a defector. So after the uh, Cultural Revolution ended, when Mao died in 1976, China was in absolutely ruins. And the, the CCP was really um, bankrupt as an ideology. No one believed it. The country was uh, in, in ruins. And then the next leader, Deng Xiaoping, knew that there's only one way to save China. That was open China up and bring in foreign investment. Mm. And so because his policy of opening up and we started to have um, um, the, the foreign business, uh, people come to China and, uh, and open up business. And also um, we were allowed 
to go um, to other countries. And that was uh, absolutely impossible during Mao's era. Mm. We could not even go out of our uh, cities easily. We, we just absolutely, everyone has very little freedom of movement. Right. So that was, uh, yeah, and, and, and I, I'm just grateful that uh, I survived the Cultural Revolution and I, um, I worked in the countryside for three years to get my re-education, but still I was able at an age of 19 to go to college and later come to America. Mm. Now, there was something in, in China during the Cultural Revolution called re-education camps. What exactly were those and what happened in those Actually, that existed the day uh, day one after they took over China in 1949. A re-education actually is not necessarily a camp. Re-education is something every person has to undergo because everyone had a lot of uh, wrong thoughts in their mind because they come from, uh, you know, the old China. They got all these old ideas and old culture that has to be really cleaned up. But for the uh, um, the camp are for those who condemned as the enemy of the state, and it's basically a gulags. And it's because communists believe that how uh, the way to reform someone is through physical labor, so they're all sent to the uh, um, those condemned as the rightist or condemned as the enemy of the state. They are sent to the uh, uh, re-education camp. Or labor camp, but that is not. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not just those who are who are condemned, but everyone should re-educate ourselves. Mm. Now, what, and it's a lifetime process. I see. You what, never get it done. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the people in China who were well-to-do, who had a lot of material wealth uh, during the Cultural yeah. Revolution? Um, okay. So those people are classified as the black class. If you own property, if you own land, you are automatically become the enemy of the state. Mm-hmm. So they're all grouped together and called the black class. And then the others, the have-nots, the proletarians, they were called the red class. Mm-hmm. So from the very beginning, Mao used weaponized identity politics to divide the Chinese people. So it's in the beginning, it was a have versus have nots. But eventually, the black class become the class for those who have wrong thoughts, who have the thoughts that um, that's supposed to be bourgeois, not proletarian. So eventually, many, many people that were in the red class condemned into the black class. Mm. And that's what I really want to um, um let American people understand the same thing is happening here. Okay, so the CRT, you know, critical race theory, and um, preaches that you know the white people are natural born racist. They are born racist, and then the black people are born victims because they are they, they are born mm-hmm. oppressed, and the others are oppressed, oppressors. Same thing as um, uh, what Mao did in China, but eventually. That is not about the class, just like here. It's not about the race. Right. It's really about ideology. And it's, it so really you is, can be yeah, it's the same thing. It's, a, it's just same a thing. way to divide people. 
Yeah, so you can be proletarian in China, but you dare to think the wrong thing, thinking、uh, the wrong thought, you're condemned to the black class.、Mm-hmm. And here, you are just a perfect example.、Um, you are a black conservative. You got the wrong thoughts, right? <laughs> you got the wrong thoughts. Now you're condemned as、uh, the black face of white supremacy.、Right. Exactly the same,、uh, same tactic. So it's never about the class. And it's never about the race.、Mm. It's about thought control. Well, it's about ideology. Well, you、uh, you gave a speech in Loudon County at the、uh, county school board that went viral, and and you make some of those comparisons between CRT and the Cultural Revolution. What what gave you the courage to do that? You could have just、uh, been quiet and and. I know. <laughs> I have been so quiet, and I never give.、Uh, I never get involved、uh, politically, and I I did vote uh, every um, presidential election because I thought that's my duty, and I could not vote. I could not have any voice、um, in in China. So, but I really did not understand.、Um, The uh, uh, the issues that much because I paid no attention, and that is something I try to warn the immigrants or American in general. And we have to pay attention. We have to get involved. And so since 2020, when I saw the、uh, the BMMs, the Antifa burning our cities. Um, and looting the、uh, and everywhere, and I said this is absolutely, absolutely a full-blown Marxist revolution. I have to get involved. I left China more than thirty years ago, and I thought I left communism behind me, and I thought I will come to this country and live happily ever after <laughs> because this is America. What can go wrong, right? How, why do I don't need to get involved? You know, everything will be just fine. And there's just、uh, the difference between Republican and the Democrats is just how to do、uh, certain things. But they all love America. Wrong, wrong. You know. So in 2020, I realized communism has absolutely taking roots here, and their goal is not、uh, a, a difference. Um, between okay, how to how to improve this country? We just have different uh, um, different way of doing it. No, now they want to destroy this country. They want to destroy the system. They want to destroy the institution. They want to destroy everything that make America America.、Yeah. So that's why I said I don't want to live under communism again. I came all the way to escape it. I would not、um, just see it. Taking over this country, so so my my、uh, my motivation is very selfish. I just do not want to live under communism again, and I know for fact no one wants to live under communism,、Absolutely. but they don't understand. Absolutely. Well, I, I laud your courage and your willingness to get involved.、Um, what what was the reaction, of people around you and people who knew you after that speech? What? Well, yeah, I, I I did. That was a bomb to a lot of people. A lot of people, like uh, my uh, friends that I have lost uh, touch, um, uh, emailed me or text me and thank me, thank me for speaking to the uh, uh, for the silent majority. I was like, that is the problem. Why the majority is uh, is uh, uh, silent,、mm-hmm. but also there are other people just distant from me and actually. 
after that, I lost uh, contact with uh, all my friends who are on the other side. And I know, I know that in uh, uh, some of uh, the um, my uh, lefty friends who are Chinese who also experience the same thing like me, but they're on the other side. They say, ha, she, she thinks she's white. She's never, she's never going to be white and the, the white people will never accept her. <laughs> I think those are familiar to a lot of conservative, black conservatives, right? <clears throat> they will never accept you and you think you're white. So yeah, so I have uh, well, I, I have uh, um, a feedback from both sides, and I thought that's uh, really really interesting. Yeah, and there's just so many people just bought into the uh, uh, the victimhood. Well, you know, it's funny because when I was in high school, uh, a lot of kids would accuse me of trying to be white because I was yeah. academically uh, doing very mm-hmm. well, and I said to them. Well, if being smart is acting white, then what is being black? They never had an answer for that. <laughs> I know. That is, they are attacking everything that is good. They are attacking excellence. They are attacking uh, hardworking. They are attacking everything that is good and call it white supremacy. Yes. Well, we're, we're going to have to take another quick break, and we'll be right back with Z Van Fleet. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, and we're back with common sense. And as I've said many times, uh, common sense isn't that common anymore, but we're hearing a lot of it today from Z Van Fleet, who has had an opportunity to actually experience communism firsthand in China uh, during the Cultural Revolution, uh, came to America three decades ago, trying to escape communism, and now sees some of the seeds of communism starting to flourish in this country and uh, is a voice that we really need to listen to uh, very carefully. Um, You know, interestingly enough, uh, in communist China, there was a lot of death, some of it caused by uh, the economic conditions that led to great famine, some of it caused by political persecution. How can we stop that from happening in this country? Yeah, I have to add. Yeah, I have to add. You said some is by the disastrous policy, such as the three-year famine, great famine, and some is by political persecution. But a lot of it, a lot of it is by the masses killing each other. Mm. And how they do that? Because uh, the CCP divide them. They divide them into... Uh, two classes, as I said earlier, black and uh, and class and the red class, and they absolutely mobilized the people, divide them, and made them hate each other so much that they are willing to kill the other side. And didn't and didn't so, they actually allow some of the student groups to brutalize others, and the police would not intervene? 
Yes, that was the uh, the American uh, the Chinese version of defund the police. They did not defund it. They dis they dismantled the whole um, criminal um, criminal justice system. All the police were told: if the red guards hit you, you are not hit back. And the police were not allowed to go to campuses. That's where the initial violence took place. They absolutely dis- uh, uh, dismantled the whole justice system. So yes, and so when there's no one to stop, the uh, the Red Guards uh, started with destroying everything and eventually uh, started to killing people mm. because there's no consequence. And so we are almost at that point. Yes. And we are dangerously close to that point. And so eventually the Red Guards killed many, many people and then start to fight against each other. So they overthrew all the, uh, uh, the institutions. They thought it's time for them to, uh, to share power. Yeah. No way. And Mao used the military and suppressed them and sent the rest of them to the countryside to be re-educated. So a good, good um, example for the uh, social justice warrior today in America your uh, useful idiots for the progressives right now, but when they got power, complete power, absolute power, you were the first one to go. Yeah. I wish people would really take time to study what happened in China and what happened in other places that converted to communism. And just see, it's always a consistent pattern in the way that it's done. And we yes. can see it happening now, and it never leads to a good place. And, never. you know, there are all kind of promises of utopia and everlasting happiness, but it never happens. And uh, I just don't understand, you know, why people can't see that. But a lot of it has to do with ignorance and only being taught one thing and suppressing uh, all the other information and uh, indoctrination. And that's why. They worked so hard to get into our schools. And in a way, COVID was a blessing to us. So we found out what was going on in the schools where the whole thing might have been accomplished without us even knowing what was going on. Absolutely. I think we have two, there are two things that wake up so many people. Otherwise, we won't, we, we were probably still won't notice anything until it's too late. One is 20, uh, uh, 2016. Donald Trump. Because of him, the the uh, the the progressives, the uh, the radical left, was really scared. Yes. They turned the heat too fast, too high, and then the boiling frog. That's rest of us. Right. Finally, feel the heat. Right. That woke up a lot of people, and then COVID, that woke up even more people, especially parents. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have been awakened by. Uh, the attempt of the progressives to use the justice system to eliminate uh, Trump as an opponent. Yep. And, uh, you know, whether you like Trump or not is, is, is not important. What is important is are we going to allow our system to be utilized in that way? Because if we do, then the free and fair America that we've known is gone. It's gone, it's gone forever. Yes. You'll never get it yes. back. And I, I think a lot of Americans actually realize that. And that's why the more they indict him, the more his poll numbers go up. You know, Americans are actually smarter than the progressives think they are. 
may actually see what's going on and have some implication and, and some indication of what's going to happen if we continue down this pathway. But, yeah. but what you're doing is so vitally important. And, you know, where can people find out more about your work and get your book? Um, yeah, my book is available anywhere um, the major uh, booksellers are, and uh, Amazon, you know, and Barnes & Noble. And uh, so I really um, ask people, if you, if you get it from uh, Amazon, please leave a review. Also, I'm very active in X, the for, uh, former Twitter. I tweet almost every day, and I do the same thing. I lay out the parallels between uh, America and uh, and mouse china and uh, that's what my book is about the parallels yeah. of these two cultural revolutions and i gave people uh, uh information about history what happened uh before and what's happening now so please follow me and my handle is uh, x van fleet x v a n f l e e t well i want to just thank you let me ask you one last question before we we finish about communism it doesn't seem to be very friendly toward religion. Why is that? Yeah, it, it, It's in the uh, Communist Manifesto. They said clearly, they stated clearly, they want to abolish private property, they want to abolish religion, and they want to abolish family. And to, to me, uh, when they say religion, they really, really means Christianity, right. because only Christianity post the mortal th uh, threat to communism. Right. Because the family becomes the central portion of what you're doing along with your faith in God. And, yes. and that means that there's no room for the government to be yeah. in control of everything. Because uh, they want to be the communism is a religion. It is not simply an economic system. Religion, they want to replace anything um, else. And uh, that's the cancer culture. That's everything uh, that we talk about. It is to replace um, the traditional value and so that, the, uh, so that we all become uh, believers of communism. Well, what can... I, a, a lot of people will hear you and they'll be distressed. But other than being distressed, what can they do? Just like me, get involved. You know, three years ago, I was just as quiet as any uh, typical Asian American. Mind my own business, but I know that I cannot go on mind my own business But because I, this country or, that we love so much, it's being destroyed. So you have to get involved. Get involved in your local uh, politics. Support the can candidates for school board that represent your value. And pay attention to what's, been, uh, what's happening in school. And, uh, and you don't have to be parent. Of course, parents should do that. You can be, you know, uh, your grandparents or if you don't have children, you pay attention because the, uh, the children, the future of this country. And we have to stop the indoctrination. Amen. Well, you know, as the saying goes, the only thing necessary for evil to succeed is for good men to do nothing. Yes. And yes, uh, that's so I, true. I think so true. you are the epitome of that. And I just want to thank, thank you. you on behalf of our listening audience. 
and America in general for your courage to stand up for what is so important. You know, America used to be the the shiny city on the hill, the beacon of freedom, and we're losing that very rapidly. But it's not yes. too late to turn it around. No. But we have to be courageous. We have to stand up for what we believe in, and we have to be willing to fight for it. And yes. uh, as Ronald Reagan said, our freedoms are only one generation away. That's yeah, true. So thank you so much I, for what you're doing. I hope people will get your book and follow you, what you're doing, and spread the word. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. And thank you for all you, uh, all you do. Thank you. Amen. And we'll be right back with my closing thought in one minute. you enjoyed that conversation with Z Van Fleet as, as much as I did. What a courageous woman. And uh, what a patriot to be willing to suffer the slings and arrows of being out of tune with the progressives and to speak truth, understanding what we have to lose, having seen it Having lived through it, she knows what is coming. She sees the foundation being laid. We, the American people, have got to be smart enough to understand that what we have is amazing. And it's created the most successful civilization in history. Are we going to throw that away for what so many others have done? They've made the mistakes. You know, the difference between a fool and a wise person, a fool doesn't learn from other people's mistakes. And a wise person does and alters their course to make sure they don't suffer the same fate. We can do that. We must do that. It's not too late for the sake of our children, our grandchildren, and all those who are coming after us. And because of all the sacrifices those made who came before us, it's our turn to stand tall and strong, recognizing that there may be turmoil in our lives, but it will be well worth the fight. Well, that's it for this week. Please subscribe for free. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't miss any episodes. Tell your friends about us, rate us, and help spread common sense. Let's make it common again. And remember the cornerstone principles, faith, liberty, community, and life. See you next week. <laughs>